0: Actually, guys, can you give me one minute? Can I take that call?
1: Yeah,
2: sure. Absolutely. Mike and I are ready to do this podcast with Gerald, and he walks away. Too big, too important for talking to Mike and I. I get it. It's good to be the Gerald, I guess. But All right. Sorry about that. No problem.
0: everybody, welcome back to Squat Cobbler. I'm Dr. Mike. You can find me at Pagan on everything. Joining me as always.
2: Hi everybody, this is Kelly at K-E-L-L-Y-T-H-U-L on Twitter and Instagram, and we are extremely excited to have back. We're still working on the count, but we think this is the third or fourth time in different iterations of podcasts she's joined us. Allison Victoria-Woof is joining us. Hi Allison.
1: Hey everybody. Hey Mike. Hey Kelly. It's good to hear you guys, from you guys.
2: It's great to hear you too.
1: Hear from you guys is that is that the most awkward thing?
2: No, no, I w- I think I was stepping over Mike. That's why I paused because Ooh. he's usually quiet, doesn't say anything in the podcast.
0: I'm a humble man. I just stand in the background and let Kelly take the wheel.
2: Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> exactly what you do, Doctor Mike. So we probably should clarify that for you because yeah, I, I know you're probably a little surprised to hear that Mike's a doctor. He bought his way into the profession. <laughs> Mike, I was going
1: to say, is that a legitimate thing? Like, sort How of. did you do that?
2: <laughs> so, sort of in the most generous <laughs> sense.
1: <laughs> okay, I have to hear the story. I have to hear the story.
0: So, I mean, it, it's pretty simple. I'm a doctor now.
2: That's not the story.
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, okay, there you go. <laughs> Well, congratulations, Doctor Mike! Thanks for having Thank, me. on. You know
0: what? I I worked hard for it. I, I put my time in, just like anybody else in the medical profession. So, if anybody <laughs> out there is listening, is is looking for you know cheaper medical care, <laughs> and you you're, you don't mind signing a waiver beforehand,
1: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it, so, Doctor Mike. <laughs> yeah. So uh,
2: perhaps I could help explain this a little further. Let's say if you were a juggler you would put a sign in front of your house saying, I'm a juggler. And then at some point you sold your house, your juggling house and went somewhere else and Mike bought it. Then Mike starts walking around (laughs) saying he's a juggler. (laughs) So that's kind of how he he might have bought a facility that was formerly a doctor's office. I feel like
1: this is like a a Lucy on the Peanuts gang. Like, you know, the the psychiatrist (laughs) is in, is that, was it Lucy? Who is the one? She was a a psychiatrist.
2: That is not Mike's profession. I do not think. (laughs) No.
0: No, I'm a medical doctor.
1: Okay. Well there we go. I love it.
0: I now live in what was once a doctor's office. Creepily enough, I recently found out this when my mom was a kid was her family's doctor. No. Yeah, so this is in this this doctor's office that I live in. So that's weird.
1: That's actually really cool. That is really cool.
0: <laughs> but there's still there's still the big light up sign and stuff outside. So so I'm a doctor.
1: I love it, I love it
0: also so this is a good this is a good way to segue and Kelly loves it when we go off on tangents I love it <laughs> loves it so this is this is a good way to segue into our first tangent this very week, I received my first of what I hope to be many sample packs from a medical company. <laughs> <laughs> Addressed to the current owner of this medical facility, which happens to be me.
1: So legally they're yours. I mean, as as far as I'm right. concerned, right? <laughs> oh my
0: god. So I'm hoping to get some more of these and then maybe on like future squat cobblers we can do recommendations and I can recommend these th- products.
1: <laughs> it's like free promotion. I love it. I get it. It works
0: okay. for Doctor Oz. I mean, what's the difference?
1: Oh god. I knew I missed you guys. Yeah.
2: Pharmaceutical loot crate, basically. You'll be able to kinda of open it up and <laughs> oh, oh my god, look. that's great. That's what we need to call those
1: episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's That could be I'm like crying. I'm so <laughs> Oh my gosh. I missed you guys.
2: Uh, We've missed you, too. Is it out of your system, Mike? Got anything else? (laughs) I'm sure I'll take this off on another tangent. It'll it'll happen. So, For historians of the various podcasts, you'll know that we ran across Allison first in Swampshark. When she was yes. girl on boat or girl in boat, which wasn't a boat. It was more of a deck. I, but. Don't, exa- I don't even
1: know why they called it that. But yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh,
2: <laughs> you know, what's, what's strange to me is I was trying to think preparing for
0: this episode today, yes. what the first thing we saw you in was. And I knew your character was called girl on boat, but I couldn't remember the movie. But I remembered girl on boat.
1: Which is funny because it's like there's this beautiful girl that's in the scene right in front of mine who's actually in a boat. And I'm like, <laughs> but yes, I am girl, girl on boat in Swamp Shark. <laughs> Which, uh, by the way, is it not? Is it still Shark Week, or was it not? Because I know that they play Schw- Swamp Shark during sh- uh, Swamp Week. Uh, Swamp. Week. That's not right. Shark Week.
2: Shark Week. I don't think it's yet. I think it's soon, but uh, yeah. I, I really feel bad that I don't. I don't know because Sci-Fi still rolls out a series of either some of the old older movies that that, that they yeah. did on those themes, or or some new ones as well. But I'll have to check. I. I I don't think... I think it's like in the next week or two. Zombie Tidal Wave uh, is going to be one of the uh, the movies for, no. shark, for Shark Week. So that'll... That'll be a keeper. <laughs> so, without a doubt. In, I'm in. But like with with several of, of the folks that we've had on the podcast, Allison was, as you can already tell, super cool. And that that <laughs> evening, she was very, very cool as we, we started to, to, to interact as, back in the day when all the alex would get on and treat it, and she was interacting with the whole gang and having a lot of fun. And so then we had her on the podcast, yeah. and the rest is history. And then Allison's life took interesting turns. And uh, I was sitting at home one day when they were uh, announcing the group of folks that were going to be on the next Worst Cooks in America, and lo and behold, there was Alice. <laughs> they said your name, and I looked, and I go, well, that's Alice. <laughs> and, and you had a rooting crew for you the whole time through. So uh, really appreciate you joining us today. Wanted to kind of just talk about you know whatever you can talk about that. I, I find it super interesting. So you won. So first of all, that had to be fun, I assume. That was would-
1: amazing i mean uh oh, i to that to that day i i don't think i've ever okay first of all i've never won anything huge in my life like i i finally won bingo for the first time recently but i mean to win $25,000 is like oh it, it was one of the best days of my life very stressful but one of the best days <laughs>
2: And what I was real impressed with was quite the cast of interesting characters. Very different people. All seemed incredibly nice, but everybody kind of brought a little bit of different things to the table. Yeah. So what was it like when you guys all kind of got together the first time? Was it? I
1: think, I think that was probably one of my favorite things. Because, I mean, we're all sitting in this basement of this hotel, which makes it sound really cool. You know, so we're sitting there and we're all kind of, like, sizing each other up. And then someone goes, I think we're going to be friends. And I mean, like, we automatically jailed which I think we were all waiting to be like, well, do I really like this person? And I mean, truthfully, we all loved each other. And I thought that that was so neat. It's like they, to this day, we all still talk, which is incredible. And I mean, I know I can count on any of my former castmates. And I just think that's really, really cool. Still waiting for that. But yeah, we really,
2: really do. <laughs> yeah. And so i I'm a big fan and follow follow all your stuff. I'm I'm sure Mike's not familiar with any of this, so I'll, I'll probably have to ask most of the questions. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. but um I don't see how you, know you picked on me? What's that?
0: Bullying is not cool,
2: Kelly. So I'm gonna I'm gonna food uh, network nerd out on you a little bit here, Mike, sorry, but I just gotta hit Alison up with a bunch of these questions. Please, sure. So Brett uh, so oh my big guy are you,
1: are, are you as obsessed with him as i am uh probably, like,
2: probably not quite <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> or maybe maybe in a different way <laughs> but uh but he's hilarious uh, and you two seem to because it came down towards the end it was yeah. on the one team it became down to to you you and, and him and he's you know he's uh mike he's a um, just a, he's a, i don't i guess i'd describe him as a bodybuilder he's a massive guy just simply is- huge but very funny
1: yeah, I mean, Mike—he is Arnold Schwarzenegger's body double, so I mean, he has Arnold Schwarzenegger's like exact measurements. So picture him six three and like five 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 six me. I mean, it was it was quite the pair, I will say. <laughs>
2: And he got better. I mean, all y- y'all did as time went by on that. What was the hardest part of doing that?
1: I think the hardest part was a lot of them, like, like Brett is an incredibly fast learner. And a lot of the people on, on both the teams are like, okay, they see it once, they get it. And that's just not my learning style. Like, it takes me a little while, like, to kind of get everything. So, I mean, everyone was picking up things a lot faster than I was. And so, I think that was the hardest thing, like, seeing all of their progress so you know so quickly and then to still be the one that's chugging along and I'm back in the bottom and then chugging along and then I'm back in the bottom you know and, and finally Brett came up to me and he's like honey you've got this and I think like just that little bit of confidence that was right before the pie episode and I won the pie episode which was my first win at worst cooks and I think I just needed him being like knock it off you got this like you got this you know that kind of thing. So it was probably the hardest was not being able to progress as quickly as everyone else.
0: Now not to cut in on on Kelly's fanboy parade, but
1: (laughs) I mean you can. This man's beautiful. (laughs) But go ahead.
2: I think I think she's talking about Brett. I know it's confusing Mike, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) Now, what was the process like of getting on the show? Was it something that did you go to auditions for it? Did you have to submit a tape for it? Did they actually try your cooking in advance?
1: Yeah, actually that's a really great question. Um, to get on the show Thank you. Uh, yeah, get,
2: it,
1: get it, Mike. Get it, Mike. Get it, Dr. Mike. <laughs> no, actually, that's a really great question. Um, to get on the show, you actually had to apply. And so it was it's really funny. It's a really quick, really funny story. I'm literally in the bathtub and like I'm a mom of three now. Like, by the way, when we first met, no children. And now I have three children, which is crazy. But so I'm a mom of three. And so I never have any time to myself. And so my daughters join me in the tub. And I know it's like, it's literally like the last day or like the second to last day to apply. And I mean, I knew I wanted to cook. I, you know, I've had so many, like one of those come to Jesus moments where it's like, you have to learn. And my husband goes, no, you just got to do this. And I'm like, well, I have to make a video and I don't want to put on makeup and I don't want to. He's like, no, 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 just be you. And he threw a bathing suit to me and I threw a bathing suit to my daughter. And we did like a two minute video and like in this, I'm like dripping with sweat. I mean, the most unattractive thing you can think of as I'm like, hi guys, you know, this is me. And I guess, you know, they, they, they thought it was really funny. So the next day they called me and They asked me to make a cheese soufflé recipe because I don't eat cheese. Like that is, I don't. It's gross. It's and so I really took it seriously, and I I had my fanny pack because I don't go anywhere without it. And they cracked up, and they're like, "Are you serious with this thing?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And so I think they liked the fanny pack. And you know, a couple, you know, interviews later, and I was on the show.
0: So for any any aspiring TV stars out there, fanny pack is really yes what they need to take away from this. Now you know, I, any hate... color,
1: any color fanny pack. Yes.
0: <laughs> nice. And so I hate to take this show. It, it's been so fun and so lighthearted up until this point. I hate to yeah. kind of touch on something like a serious social political issue like this, but where did your anti cheese stance come from?
1: You know, that is very serious, but I think it's something that needs to be addressed. No, no, it really is. Um, You know, honestly, I choked on a piece of cheese when I was little and I think like that memory like got ingrained into me and I mean I used to love cheese when I was like three and then I, I haven't eaten it since like I turned out I once turned down queso well first of all like you know poor college kid I turned down 150 dollars to try some queso like that's how much I don't like cheese I, I know and that's a lot of money
0: yeah and I'm not poor and I'm pretty sure I'd still take 150 dollars to do almost anything yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: right so.
2: That's you, that's you, Mike, though. But by the way, <laughs> folks, folks listening at home on the Squat Cobbler t shirt rack coming available soon. I choked on a piece of cheese when I was little. <laughs> will be coming out as one of our newest t shirts. So that is awesome. <laughs>
1: Oh, I love it. Oh, I hope I'm not laughing too loud because I love you guys. Go
2: ahead. There's the big personalities in the in good in a good way, but big personalities yes. in the in the on the contestant side, and certainly the teachers, the the get the, the lead chefs, uh, Ann and Tyler, yes. are not small in personality either. Is that pretty much? I mean, I'm sure anytime you're projecting on on a show, you you amp it up a little bit, but is that are you pretty much seeing kind of how they roll and how they act interact with you guys on the show? Is how they just rolled when you're on break, just talking about stuff.
1: Yes. I mean, that's what's amazing about them. What you see is what you get. And they are honestly are, you know, chef Ann is incredibly intense, but that woman is so incredible. I mean, she knows her stuff and all she wants to do is teach. So I mean, yeah, she's very, very strict and very, you know, intense. But I mean, her students learn so quickly. And I think that that's just her. And I mean, Tyler is definitely that laid back. I don't know if he's from California, but he reminds me of just like a California, like, what's up, guys? Let's be friends. Let's do this. And- so I mean it, it was really really cool and I mean getting to talk to them like behind the scenes was awesome I mean that's like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to meet such amazing chefs that are so talented and so respected in their fields so yep they're just like they seem on tv they're like just and
0: that's like actually <laughs> you know it's really refreshing to hear that so I was yeah. briefly a baker no. a long time ago and uh I remember watching like cooking shows and stuff on tv and then looking up like the people on the shows and finding out, of course, they're they're just actors. This, they have no cooking background. They have no. And then as I got into some film production work, uh-huh. I'm not going to say the people's names or the names of the shows, but it's you can easily done. find them. There there was two people that I worked with who were on really famous reality TV shows. Okay. So I knew firsthand like those were completely staged. And that those weren't the people's personalities, that they, they weren't even their real names on the shows, nothing like that. So it's exciting from both perspectives of sort of having knowledge of shows like that and also a little bit of cooking to, to hear that it, it was, you know, these are the real people's personalities. You guys were really there doing that.
1: Yeah, I mean, none of it was staged. I think that that's the biggest misconception was none of that was staged. They weren't like, okay, in episode seven, I need you to burn your finger and say this. I mean, it was not staged. And so everything that you saw really happened. And what's great is Kat, who's on my on my team, um, the Rock and Red Stars. She was the biggest Chef Anne fan, and I mean, when she left, I mean, she was eliminated episode five, I think. And I mean, when she left, she was like, "I met my idol, and I wasn't disappointed." So I think that that kind of pays tribute to what good people they are. Yeah, but no, it, none of it was staged at all. <laughs>
2: Like you said, you had a big rooting crew for you uh, back at our place all the way through. There was just only one time in the entire series where I was like, really, Allison? Really? How could you do that? And it was right towards the very end where you were having to identify ingredients. And Brett had it down. He knew they were pepper flakes. (laughs) <laughs> and and he was like, it was just so hilarious because his his expressions, he wears his emotions on his face a little bit, and and he's yeah. like, I know these are pepper flakes, and you weren't having it, and I. I
1: do you know the Twitter outrage that I received from the Pepper Flake incident? Like it <laughs> became an incident. I'm not even joking on
2: Twitter. That's a great band. That's a great <laughs> so, band name, The Pepper Flake. Incident.
1: It was. I mean, and and rightfully so. It's like I feel so stupid watching that and being like, it was. It honestly, like, if you looked at it, it is so obviously a pepper flake. Like I don't. I think I was just trying to, to really show my skills, and I should have just listen, listened. Listen to Brett. I mean. Oh God! To this day, he will not let me live it live it down, was, which I think is. He funny. was very
2: cool about me because you could tell he's like, "No, this is a pepper flake," and you're like, "No, it's not." And he eventually it's said, "Okay, so, yeah, It was funny. so
1: obviously was. I mean, that's what's so sad. So again, I would just like to publicly apologize to Brett for the pepper flake incident. You were right, and I was wrong, and I apologize.
2: <laughs> the country will heal.
1: <laughs> so yes. Eventually,
2: so twitter's twitter's an interesting place full of interesting people yeah i think you get a lot of you get what you give out a lot to a degree and you're such an Mm -hmm. incredibly positive person and based on at least what i could see by and large it seemed like uh it was pretty people were pretty cool i mean you're always you're always there's always going to be somebody out there who's not great and going to have some things but it seemed to me overall that there was a pretty strong twitter community interested in this and and supportive absent maybe pepper flake incidents
1: absolutely and was awesome was like we trended for days after which i thought was really cool like people were talking about it like the monday and the tuesday after which i don't think a lot of shows have so i thought that was really really cool i mean considering you know the shows we were going against mm-hmm. so yeah i mean yeah there were some people that were not team allison and and you know what i don't blame them i mean you know that you can't have everybody like you and so i feel like I understand, you know, why they were, you know, Team Brett or they were Team Carmel or, you know, all that stuff. Or Team Brittany, who's amazing. I absolutely love her. So I can understand it.
0: Now, when especially on a show like that, like I'm sure you you've seen things about yourself from other projects you've been involved in. But especially on an ongoing and competitive show like that where you do have people picking sides. Do you ever get caught up in like reading the comments and things like that? Or do you just skim them or do you get like deeply into it?
1: you know, I got really into it, which I really shouldn't have because, okay, first of all, as you guys know, I have like a huge overbite, which apparently was really interesting to people because like, I guess a lot of people don't have an overbite. So I think, I think reading about my teeth and how I should have paid for adult braces. It's like, guys, I was in braces like my entire life. So, I mean, I think that was like the only comment that kind of hurt my feelings. You know what I mean? But I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of them had, it was so funny because I didn't this is horrible like did I troll a little bit yes in a positive way because I'm a very positive person so like if someone was like oh Allison is a stinky pants or whatever I'd write and I'd be like you know what but I did this to fix that and what was funny was every single person that wrote a negative comment turned around and was like oh my god I'm actually really rooting for you I didn't realize like I don't think that they thought of us as real people you know because I it's the same when I watch reality shows. I'm like, oh, I don't like that person. But it's a real person. And I think it's so easy to forget that and just tweet about what you think. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I thought it was really, really interesting. And, you know, it was so funny because all of them were like, oh, my gosh, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I really am just so excited you're talking to me, that kind of thing. Does that make sense?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, by
1: the way, and I had braces. It was, like, for 12 years. So <laughs> Good
2: gonna, times. Like, I'm done. I'm done. i didn't know if you were aware but mike's original uh podcast name was dr stinky pants uh and he no and and he went with that for a long time it's only recently that he's become dr mike but if you can go back do some searches on dr stinky pants and you'll see a lot of mike's earlier work which is kind of special
1: oh that's so funny No, i didn't know that it's a fact
2: (laughs) i love it i love it Ah,
0: kelly and his rumor starting
1: oh we know, no
2: I know I'll be calling him Dr. Stinky Pants from here on out. So.
1: Is that going to be available in the t-shirt as Dr. Stinky Pants and the Cheese? Is, is that were t- two new t-shirts?
2: So that'll be the band. There you go. <laughs> Dr. It.
0: Stinky Pants and the Cheese? I would be in that
2: band. Early in the show, so they were, they were kind of wanting to establish, hey, these people are cooking challenged and we're giving examples for each and you provided an example to kind of cement i could use some assistance and, and twitter exploded <laughs> oh my this god so
1: on. did they oh god yes right. i am the breast milk omelets girl and i i'm telling you okay
2: yet another t-shirt <laughs> <But> go ahead
1: <laughs> it's like i ate allison's breast milk omelets and i survived Oh, even better. I eat Allison's breast milk omelets, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. There you go. Coin it. <laughs> but no, I. you know, what's funny is we eat a ton of eggs in our house. Like, my husband is obsessed with them. And so I like making scrambled eggs. And so it's scrambled eggs to me were the same as an omelet, which I learned on the show they're not the same thing. So pretty much it's breast milk scrambled eggs. Because, like, you know, you add milk to kind of make it fluffy. Well, that's perfectly and,
2: normal now. It <laughs> makes perfect right? sense <laughs>
1: What's, what's funny is, you know, like I was, I was a cow when I had these babies and I had so much extra milk and I didn't want it to go bad. So I was like, hmm, and I put it in there and it didn't taste horrible. Like, it, would I have it again? No, but it wasn't horrible. And I fed it to my husband. He did not appreciate it. Would <laughs> you
0: tell bad. him in advance?
1: I didn't. I didn't. Oh. I'm that. I'm. We like playing tricks on each other. So I fed it to him, and I was like, "How? Yeah, what do you think?" He's like, "Yeah, not bad. Whatever." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's breast milk." And he, he was like, "No, no." And oh, it was amazing. But yes, he ate my breast milk yeah. omelets, and he liked so, them. So
2: where where's he live these days? I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's somewhere down the street. I don't
2: need, yeah, we see a touch, but it's a good thing. There. Yeah, it was. It was. It was funny to watch Twitter kind of. Well, kind of it like was.
1: That. What was so funny was, so they see me shaking the milk bag in the, in the previews. So everyone was like, she did it. She brought the breast milk, but I will say food and wet work is very right. in not allowing me to bring breast milk because that is unsanitary and unsafe. <laughs> so they were very right. Into saying, was, was there like a you know, pitched battle milk.
2: over this? where you saying I'm bringing my breast milk? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they were like, okay, but do you have anything else you can make? Because they were like, I don't think our chefs want to try your breast milk. No offense. So, you know, I lost that battle, but it was okay. It was okay in the end.
2: Mike, any follow-up questions?
0: (laughs) (laughs) A lot, but...
1: (laughs) You didn't know. Seven years later, eight years later, you'd be talking about my breast milk, did you, Dr. Mike?
0: (laughs) You know, if I
2: had a nickel for every time... Yeah. Actually, the number of breast milk related episodes we've done is quite surprising. Um, how about other projects? What else you got going on?
1: Well, actually, okay. Ironically, back when we first did, I don't know if it was our first or second podcast, I was writing a screenplay. And what's great with that is it's actually in pre-production. Like I have done so much work over it over the last couple of years. And I mean, you guys, it's amazing. I can't give too much away, but I can say some of the cast is Absolutely incredible. Like Travis Caldwell, you'll know him from the gates. He's on a new series on Netflix called Woo Assassins. He's amazing. Look him up. He plays my brother and James Preston. He was also on the gates. He's been in like, he's played James Dean. I mean, this guy's incredible. He plays my love interest, you know? And then we also have some really big name act. I mean, not that they're not big name. Oh my gosh. They're going to hate hate me for that. We've, uh, Nick Nicholson, who just happens to be Jack Nicholson's nephew. He's playing um, the thug in our movie and Lorelai Linkletter, who's Richard Linkletter's daughter, is playing one of the characters as well. So it's incredible. It's in pre-production. We should be filming it soon. And so finally, it's, you know, I guess seven years later, it's coming into fruition. And I think it'll be really, really neat.
0: Now, I I do have to interject here because on Kelly's behalf, because he's not going to do it for himself. Yes. So Kelly has started dabbling in acting a little bit now. No. Yes. So can is there Kelly any way, the way that he could? Oh, he needs he <laughs> needs to. If there's any way that we can get him in this film,
1: I will do everything in my power because Kelly has been my friend. I want to say are our friend anniversary coming up. I would say I we've so, been friends so. for I want to say eight, nine years now. I think it'll eight be, years.
2: Yep, I think that's 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 close. That's really close.
1: Oh, my gosh. Happy anniversary, Kelly. Yeah, happy
2: anniversary. Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> yes. A, I will do everything in my power to get you in this movie. That would be incredible.
2: Well, fortunately, I have an IMDb page. The, what Mike <laughs> neglects to mention is my acting, air quotes, uh, involved. Uh, he, he, put, he has a band. You may recall he's in a band called Pagan. Yes, absolutely. And uh, he put together... Uh, um, a, a film for Amazon Prime called Our Summer Vacation. And okay. so there's another band called Psychotica who had gotten back together and were doing a, a, a tour in Spain. And so you get some amazing right. footage of them. You get some footage of uh, Mike and Pagan in Central or yes. South America. And then you get the Snark Alex, uh, the people you know. We get yes. to, We try and get together annually. Sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. One year we all got together in Atlanta, and we shot a lot of film there. And okay. so uh that's where I make a few of my uh appearances there and uh it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Our Summer Vacation. It uh, was uh what in some very small narrow subcategory was number 1. <laughs> so No, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, it was number Thank 1 on Amazon Prime. Kelly, Kelly is is downplaying his accomplishments here because he's a humble man, but yeah, Kelly was number 1 on Amazon Prime.
1: Kelly, that's amazing. <sighs> yeah.
2: I ca- I carried it just like I carry pagan, uh, these days, you know, like make the appearance of two and take their, you know, they have, they're, they're like clay I mold into. I'm like, so. <laughs>
0: But yeah, if there's any way that we can get Kelly a small role in this. Believe
1: that me, be I will make it happen. Just just you wait. This will be incredible.
2: What, what you need to do is tweak the script a little bit to say, hey, there's this really annoying podcast duo that talks to one of the characters, and then Mike and I can simply play ourselves. And that would be,
1: that would be fantastic. Oh, I would love that. I would really, really love that. You guys are stuck with me. You guys are stuck That's, with me for another uh, there are 10 worth, years, there are At least 10, ten worth. years. That's
2: <laughs> no better news. Excellent. So thank you so much uh, for taking the time. It's been fantastic to catch up. Keep us posted on progress as you get through pre-production because whenever we can start to help promote or generate interest for your the, your, your script, your screenplay, we really want to let uh, let folks know about it. So That
1: would be amazing.
2: Uh, it sounds really cool and it's you got a pretty fun group of folks you're working with there.
1: Yes. They're all incredible. And I, and I'm so thank you guys for having me on the podcast. Like I absolutely appreciate it. I would be back anytime you snap your fingers and I'm here because I love both of you guys. Okay, so thank will.
2: you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, careful what you say. Cause we'll do it. <laughs> so we will, we'll be we'll bringing you back. So, uh, that's all I've got for this week. Mike, any closing thoughts before we say goodbye to Allison?
0: Once again, anyone who needs questionable medical services, I'm here for you. And if you're making a film, Kelly's an actor now, so we're offering you so much more than our smooth, sultry voices on this podcast.
2: So on behalf of Allison and Dr. Stinky Pants, I'd like to say thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) All right, I'm going to stop the
0: broadcast.